Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Walking Bucket podcast. You may remember us as the ERMBA show, but we've rebranded new season. We're back at it, ready to go. I'm Noah Rubenstein here with Ezra Levitt. How are you doing, Ezra? Doing well. I'm happy to happy to be back, happy to be rebranded to the Walking Bucket podcast. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners and to our new listeners. I hope you enjoy this first show and we'll, we'll be off to a good journey. Yeah, rebrand, revamped, rejuiced up for the new season. For uh, transparency, we're recording this on a Wednesday night, so we might do a little season preview, even though we're two days into the NBA 75th, I almost said 71st, 75th anniversary, so we just finished up Nick Celtics. Could be when we when we're at wrapping up the season could be one of the top five games of the year we'll have to see for the regular season who knows maybe that's i'm just excited maybe maybe so probably probably won't be a top five game but we're excited we're excited yeah i just saw on twitter it was the first overtime i think or maybe overtime game to an opening night since 2006 and it was also a knicks game in madison square garden when was the last double to- double overtime game though? Was this a double was. overtime game? I already yeah. forgot. Oh, then it was the tweet was it was a double overtime game. It was Nick's uh, Grizzlies. Okay, so gotcha. so what we wanted to do here is we're we're gonna dive into just talk about some teams, some players. I think we're gonna start off with teams we think based off of vibes we've been getting, whether that be ESPN, social media, um, looking at. Vegas betting lines and seeing what what people think are general expectations for teams. We think it's too high, too low. Just uh, some thoughts on a few teams. So, will you want to start off with a team you think might might overachieve this year? Yeah, definitely. So, my first team that I think could be fun to watch, um, maybe flying a bit under the radar, is the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, last year, they were 38 and 34 in a shortened 72 game season. Jaron Jackson played 11 games after his meniscus tear, still getting back into his groove at the end of the season. Um, was really only playing mid 20 minutes a game, low 20 minutes a game. Um, so I think they have a lot of potential to, they are currently flying under the radar, in my opinion. I think they have potential to overachieve their. Vegas win total over under is 41 and a half. Um, I think they have a great opportunity to win more than that, maybe get closer to 500, if not 500, or maybe a few games over. Um, they have rookie Zaire Williams, who I think has a potential to be solid. I don't know that if, if we know he's going to be solid or in the rotation consistently yet, but I think he has an opportunity for some minutes. They obviously switched out. Um, Valanciunas for Steven Adams so we'll see how that fits um, and lost Grayson Allen but I don't think that will be much of an issue to fill his spot um, one thing to keep an eye on is uh, Jarrett Culver coming over from the Timberwolves I don't know if he'll get any minutes I don't really have faith in him um, but it is a fresh start he was a t- number six overall pick pretty sure at um, Texas Tech um, and obviously Desmond Bain and Tillman hope to take next steps this year. So I think they have a lot of solid pieces and an opportunity to do well there. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there are no doubt in my mind, an over 500 team. There's no doubt that Vegas will, what that'll go over 
41 wins. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also think that, like you said, no problem with Grayson Allen. I think Desmond Bain is going to take a huge step up. He can, he was basically doing everything Grayson Allen could do last year already. So Mm -hmm. why, and that was his rookie year. So he'll definitely improve now season under his belt. Jaron Jackson coming, coming back, just got the big contract. So I don't know what, I don't know what we'll see from Zaire this year. I think mm-hmm. he might need another year, but I think they have enough pieces and jaw is obviously a game changer. So mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I fully agree there. I, my first one was the bulls. So mm-hmm. I think they made a lot of moves. They have like the, the names and the starting five and people are still just doubting them. They're like, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. They'll be decent on offense, but who knows about their defense. And I think that's sort of what people have been saying about Zach Levine for a while now. And there, for example, their Vegas over under is 42 and a half. I think they're solidly over 500 team as well. Maybe right. not, not like a 50 win team, but they're, I think they'll definitely make the playoffs. I think people think there could be in a, a 10, 11, nine, eight, 10, nine. I think they are more like seven to mm. nine, nine range. I think also there's a lot of more ball dominant players now. And if Zach Levine didn't play in the Olympics, I would be more worried about it. Mm. I think that players getting to play with players that are better than them. That's a mouthful, but him playing with like Tatum and Durant and Lillard and huge ball dominant players where he had to learn to play off the ball from them, I think will really help and expedite the process of them seamlessly flowing offensively with DeRozan and also Mm. Vucevic. So I think he's going to, he knows already has experience playing a little bit off the ball and he, he's so, I just, I really like him to be, I had this down before I watched their game tonight, but I watched a lot of their game tonight and he was like, Oh, obviously he's super bouncy, but he just looks so fluid going to the rim and they're really versatile with Kobe white coming back. Now he can just be a, he's injured right now, but he can just be a bench scorer. He, he doesn't really have to carry much load. I think I don't love Caruso. I think he will see what he does on a non LeBron team. I've compared him to Della Vadova in the past, but they have a lot of versatility with him. So like, I didn't think about this, but tonight, like they started Patrick Williams, but they closed yep. with Caruso and went small. So like, mm-hmm. I think the teams that can be versatile with their lineups and not lose a step. So the Nets, for example, can play KD at like four different positions. Um, the mm-hmm. Lakers play AD at a couple of different positions. So teams that can sort of just flip and flop positions and still be effective and try different lineups, I think go a long way. And I think they're going to kill it offensively. Hopefully the defense will fall into place. Right. I definitely agree. Uh, I didn't realize their uh, win total was that low. Um, I think they, they have definitely have a chance to be um, a top five or six seed in the East. We'll talk about our seeding later, but I think they have that potential also, like you mentioned, will be poised for a great year and you also mentioned Patrick Williams so I think also could take another step um after last season so definitely agree there um on my end I think another team that can overachieve based off what people may think is the Celtics um wrote all this at before this game tonight but still have, still counts it's you should still, still one game one so game. counts one game 
first game of the season. Um, they got Jalen Brown back. He's out a lot of last year. Um, miss, uh, Tatum missed time with COVID last year. Um, they got Al Horford back on the squad. Mark Smart still a huge, solid piece. And I actually, big part that I like on the Celtics end is hiring Ime Udoka from the Nets. New fresh coach there. I think they needed a uh, new voice at the helm. Uh, they need a defensive mindset. I love Coach Udoka's uh, defensive mindset. So I think they have the potential to go over 46 and a half wins, which is what Vegas has them set at. Um, I think they have the potential to be a 48-49 win team, maybe a couple more wins. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I want to see Horford coming back, what that that might add another piece. Let's see if he can sort of just flip it on after last year where he didn't mm-hmm. really peak got paid not 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 to play by the Thunder. Right. <laughs> but um that I forgot that they had him and it'll be interesting to see how I think their offense before he left flowed a lot more smoothly and mm-hmm. wasn't so much one on one. So maybe they'll be able to like run some different action there because that was their issue last year. But they mm-hmm. also had injuries and COVID and it was weird. I think that and people have Tatum to be like potential MVP choice, which I don't really see. I think it's just a long yeah. shot. But when Agreed. you have two two guys like Tatum and Brown, you can obviously make noise. My mm-hmm. next one, I, I went with the home, the new hometown squad of the Wizards. Okay. I think people just sort of wrote them off. And I don't think they're going to be that good. But they had, for example, Vegas has 33 and a half. And the year Last year, they won more than that, but they had Russ. But, and there were less games, obviously. But the year before that, they won like six games. They won like 29 games or something, 28 games. And they basically didn't play in, in the bubble. Like half their team didn't play, and they just lost eight in a row, which adds to their – and there was like eight less games. So I think that as long as Beal doesn't get traded, I think they have – probably the most amount of just NBA players up and down a roster. They just yeah. might be like five, fifth to seventh men, mm-hmm. which I mean, every team needs those. They just happen to like exclusively have those and Beal. And I think that Dinwiddie is actually going to be pretty good. I know he's your guy from the nets, but I don't know that like, obviously the drop off from him to Westbrook is, is huge, but I feel like he's going to him and Beal together are going to work well. And I think that they're going to be solidly in the play. And again, I don't think they're going to take as huge of a step back from last year as it may seem because they don't have the big name in Westbrook. Are they going to win the finals? Are they going to win a game in the playoffs? Probably not, but I don't think they're going to be like a bottom five team. Right. I I definitely agree. I feel like people have been writing them off um, just for no reason at all. I mean, Montrez, Harold, not we. I know we've talked about this off air. We don't think he's great, but definitely a piece. Might be like an eighth or ninth, not five through seven guy. But another piece they have, Kuzma is not awful. Another guy is five through seven. I think Dinwiddie will be solid also. So it it should be interesting. It should be interesting. See how they put those pieces together. See if they can make a push for the play. And I think people um, like hate them because they disagree, especially in the Twitter sphere, yeah. about how they're constructing their roster, which. I mean, maybe I wouldn't do it that way either, but if they're happy yeah. to be in the play and again, then then they so can be achieve it. for that. Right. So 
you want to move to underachieving teams, we can do one each. Yeah, uh, let's do it. So the first one and probably the only one I'll do is the Pelicans. Um, I think that they are – people think that they're going to take the next step. Um, Zion this year, Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram has been that guy that has that potential, always has that has had that potential and never really imposes himself, and I still don't think he's going to this year. Um, and I just don't see them being that team that can make that push for the playoffs that people expect them to do with Zion. Um, Zion has a lot of hype, but I don't, I, I just don't see them, him carrying them there. Also, who knows when he's going to play? Exactly. And I saw an article today that said they're concerned because he's pushing 300 pounds. He is fat. He yeah. is a fat man. Yeah, and the picture's hilarious. Obviously, we, it's pointless to talk about a picture on a podcast, but beside yeah. the point, um, it's like, I it's had like them a, down. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like the Harden pictures from before he was traded. Oh, my. Those were something else. I had down they them as well because I said they make the Mavs front office issues look good. Like, they make our front office look good, and we had – we have – people from our former front office like subtweeting our former coach mm-hmm. and then there's like a bunch of other issues and we never do anything and they're gonna lose zion like at yep. least we wrapped up luca you know right um i was just gonna say i'm still the one i had down i don't even have down there over under but i'm still skeptical on the timberwolves People mm-hmm. are like, they're going to push for the playoffs. They're going to push for the playoffs. And they're starting five. It's like awesome on paper. Again, they've had injury issues. I just don't know that they have all the pieces yet. And the West is so good. I think they ha- there could be a fun team to watch when they have their starters in. But And they'll beat up on the bad teams. They'll be exciting, energetic. But I don't know that they're – I still think there's something missing. And I don't really know exactly what it is. But – I just don't think Cat is like Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis level, even if he puts up the numbers, 50, 40, 90, whatever. I just don't see the same dominance. Right. I agree there. Um, I have them potentially making the last thought of play if they achieve, overachieve what I think they're going to do. Like they could be right there. Yeah, they're also trying to win games, whereas like half the other, the rest of the teams below them, I don't think we'll be trying to win games like in a month yeah. or two when it's like right. acceptable to, to do so. <laughs> yeah. So let, do you want to move to, to players? Like uh, we can do a yes. breakout or uh, and some underperformers. Right. Hit me with um, your, uh, with your breakout. Guys. So my breakout, we've talked about this one. Um, actually I have two down. I'll mention the first one, Jaron Jackson. I'm glad we talked about him briefly earlier. Uh, I think he's going to do well this year. Um, hopefully he stays healthy. But my real one, my real breakout is Jordan Mora. Um, we talked about this one off air a bit. I think he has the opportunity for playing time this year. I really think the Bucks bench is not overly solid. Uh, I think he has the opportunity for some playing time. And he really could fill it up. I think he's a solid, talented scorer, big body that could provide some defense if he gets his feet quicker. Um, but I think he has the opportunity to turn some heads this year because I don't really think people know who he is. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. He ha- he hasn't played much, so he's got to stay on the court. 
but he's supposed to be that that number two guy. He was a high draft pick, went to Michigan State. We'll see. I mean, I think if the key for him will be consistent three-pointer, because I think he's got the mid-range down. So if he starts hitting threes, it'll be it'll be huge for them. Right. I mine are I had a couple written down. I think like just rookies from last year to look out for Desmond Bain and Jaden McDaniels. So McDaniels on the Wolves, like if he makes that big step up, then that's sort of where I see, okay, like that's their big switchable wing, going to guard the best player, like set the tone on defense, also be athletic, push the pace. So if he's really good, which I think he has the chance to be, he really bothered me when they played the Mavs. Um, Then that's like a huge piece that would negate what I said earlier about um, the Timberwolves, Desmond Bain. I've just, I think he's going to be really good and be a key to the the Grizzlies overachieving, as you mentioned. And then one guy that I think ended the year poorly slash people were really down on him, even though he's very good. It was Bam out of bio. Yeah. I think I'm going again with this logic that people who go to the Olympics come back and have a much better season. So I, I think he's going to have a better season. And I think sort of the continuity of the roster, no COVID, Kyle Lowry, like just being the calm head with the ball instead of like, who knows what, what's going on with Jimmy Butler and his coffee. Um, I think he's going to improve. Now, I know he didn't play that great in the Olympics, but I think just like being in that environment and then we can throw out Keldon Johnson's name as well for the same exact reason. Right. I, yeah, I, I agree there. Um, Bam's, Bam's always solid. He also, um, he has an opportunity to be on a solid team. I, we can talk about the heat a different time, but he's going to be a crucial part to their success if they are going to be successful this year, Yeah, especially in the playoffs. Surprisingly, neither of us said Jordan Poole, but we yeah, probably I mean, thought it'd be probably homers. Both thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other guy I was thinking. and But it's also so popular. I feel like he's so popular because he's always had the swag and the confidence that makes yeah. you think he's like 20 times better than he is. But now he could like actually may have an impact. Um, yeah. Any underperformers for you? Yeah. My two, so one of them, first one is uh, this guy probably won't underperform, but I think people expect him to take a next step that I don't really think he has. And that guy's OG on newbie. I think he, the Raptors are going to ask him to do a lot that I don't know he can do. He averaged 15.9, five and two last year, which is really solid, especially for a guy like that. But they I were just awful. don't think, yeah, they're awful. And I don't think he can do more than that, especially. I don't think they're going to be good this year. I don't even think they're going to be in the play in. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to take that next step. And the, another guy that I think people are really high on, but. I'm not quite sure why at this point is Aaron Gordon. Um, the Nuggets, I think he's a good piece for them, but I think people expect him to be an all-star or close to an all-star level player. And he averaged 10 points, um, pretty sure four rebounds for them last year on the Nuggets. I, I just I just don't see him reaching the level that people expect with him. Yeah, I think honestly those two are good to talk about together because I think OG is in the position that Aaron Gordon was on the Magic, 
where mm. we would always talk about him as someone who has all the tools, the body. He's just not a go-to guy. So put him on a team with an MVP, put him on a team with a guy like Jamal Murray, where he could be like that third, fourth banana, just facilitating and only focusing on his strengths. But now we're kind of realizing that he's just the same player that he was. Right. Um, and I think I was, before you said Aaron Gordon, I was going to say, I think OG Ananobi was the favorite for the most improved player last year, which he mm-hmm. finished nowhere near. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's partially because we see three and D the body, the athleticism. And we're like, wow, we watched the playoffs. We watched the finals. Like you don't think he could be like the Jay Crowder role on a, ch- that's like where I was like, we don't think that he could be that three and D like fifth starter on, on a chance on like a playoff, a good playoff team, but he's, so I'm falling into the same trap now, potentially, because I think he'd be like really good on like the Blazers, yeah, for example, agree. opposed agree. to the Raptors. But agree. the Raptors are a mess They're They I don't even know what what's their direction is right now. And they're holding Drogic hostage. So that's a story for another time. I had Reggie Jackson. I think he's going to take a step back and. I think people think that the Clippers are going to be pretty good because I've said this before, but I just think, you know, it was the, the playoffs. Like he it caught a lot, like he could still be solid. I just think that in the span of 82 games, like I don't see him maintaining that. And then I'm a little nervous for our guy, um, Franz Wagner. I don't know that there's so many expectations for him. He's just was the top 10 pick and the yeah. magic are going to give him a lot of burn and, I don't know that he's going to do much, but supposedly they're feeding Mo Bamba tonight. So, Love to hear that. Yeah, I think both those guys definitely agree. I think Franz, uh, he, he had some trouble adjusting to the college game, um, if you remember, from his freshman year at Michigan. So it should be yeah. interesting to see. I think it'll goes. take him some time. It might take him some time. And he, could be, he may be a solid player down the road, but um, another guy that has those tools that I don't – he – probably will never be able to create for himself too much. There's a, I'm have the Suns Nuggets game on in the background and there's a commercial with Zion in it, like playing 2K and he is ginormous. I only brought it up because we were talking about it earlier, but you can like really tell that he yeah, like he put did. on a lot of weight. Yeah, he did. He did. It's kind of sad. All right. Anyways, we can skip that. Maybe, I mean, if we had to pick, like Zion could be on an, a hot take for underperformer. Yeah. All right. You want to, let's do last, last segment will be, let's do the finals matchups and our, uh, our championship winner and the standings. So we gotcha. can go just, we'll do conference by conference. So you want to give me your, your West my West. I got you. So first I got the jazz. I think they will be solid best record, most consistent team. In my opinion, Suns next warriors, third Lakers, fourth nuggets, fifth Mavs six Grizzlies seventh blazers, eight Pelicans, ninth and T wolves, 10th. What about you? Did you have the Clippers in there at all? I missed. I maybe I missed. I didn't. Oh, I okay. probably should have. Anyways, okay, probably so. somewhere not eighth or ninth. I would say I, I honestly didn't even think about them. Like they're kind of like an afterthought for me. Yeah, um, no, no, that makes sense. I have the Jazz one also. They're the, always just a good regular season team. 
they'll still be a good regular season team. And I think they'll have the same chip on their shoulder from getting bounced again. Then we'll take the Suns again, number two. Just think that's sort of the tier there. Lakers three. I had Warriors four. Maps five. Nuggets sixth. Blazers seventh. Grizzlies eighth. And then I have Clippers ninth. And then after that, I had Kings and Wolves. So I contradicted myself. I didn't even consider the Pelicans. and But they'll probably be in that mix. And they probably will be around the Kings and the Wolves. Who knows? I mean, we'll see where what happens with Ben Simmons. We went the whole whole time without yeah. talking about him, but he could be on one of <laughs> those teams. Us. Yeah. Good for us. Um, um, who do you have going are, out of the West? So first of all, let me just say our rankings were pretty similar. We just switched Warriors and Lakers. I had Warriors third. You had Lakers third. We switched Mavs and Nuggets. I had Nuggets fifth. You had Mavs fifth. And then I had Grizzlies seventh. You had Blazers seventh. So we're pretty pretty aligned on the tiering system there, but should be interesting. Yeah. We probably will ultimately both be wrong at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think that I'm a little low on the Nuggets when they could potentially be better. And also, I think the Warriors are a huge mystery. And yep. all the teams with injuries are huge mysteries. And who knows, like these, it's so hard to tell. But I, right. I think, who do you have coming out of the West? So I have, I debated this for a while, um, and I still go back and forth, but I, I, I really think it is going to be the Lakers. Um, at the end of the day, they have LeBron, they have AD, Russell Westbrook will be Russell Westbrook, but I think by, the, by that time, they'll have him integrated to a point where it'll work enough. Um, so I think, I think the Lakers will be coming out. How about you? I... How, who was who are you debating between? Oh, I didn't even mention who I was debating. Um, the Warriors. I was debating between them and the Warriors. Okay, so I was gonna say I I wrote down the Lakers, but if Clay comes back strong, I, I think I'm gonna have to say the Warriors. I think they if if Clay comes back, they have a lot more depth this year and they still have all these assets that they can move for more depth i think i think the i think it could be the warriors i think i am gonna go with i'm just gonna say it say the warriors even though i i I, yeah i'm gonna disagree for just the sake of that and say go against my gut because my gut will probably be wrong and say warriors right what do you got what are your standings for the east i have bucks one i think they'll want to prove it wasn't a fluke and they're just always a good regular season team. So Bucks. Then I have Nets, just because I think they're they're just good enough. Anyways, they won't be one because they won't take the they don't care enough to be one. I don't think. Um, then I had Hawks, Celtics, Heat, Sixers, Knicks, Bulls. So that should be eight. Yeah, one, two, yeah. and then after Bulls at eight, I had Hornets nine, Pacers ten, Wizards eleven. So maybe uh, people are gonna say I just watched the Knicks Celtics. I should change <laughs> it. And I think I, 
I, I still, I'm glad you mentioned Horford cause I forgot about him. I'm just going to keep the Celtics. I would maybe flip them with the heat, but we're going to leave it at that. The, the East is pretty good this year. Yeah. So I have Bucks one, Nets two, same thing. I think what you said, Bucks solid regular season team and they're just good. They're just a good team. Yeah. They um, won. They're the champs. Yeah. Champs. Um, Nets. I think they're talented enough to win a bunch of games. Um, but like you said, don't really care. Maybe screw with lineups all year. Um, three, I have Sixers. I think the Sixers are going to be solid. They're always a good regular season team also. Uh, hopefully once they get the Ben Simmons distraction out of the way, uh, whether he comes back to the team, which he probably won't, or gets traded, they're going to be going to figure it out. And B's an MVP candidate, probably will have another MVP, MVP type season. Uh, so I have him three. Uh, Hawks fourth, Heat fifth, Bulls sixth, Celtics seventh, Knicks eighth. Um, debated switching Celtics and Bulls, um, but I think those two teams will be clear of the Knicks by one or two games if I had to guess. And then ninth, tenth, I had Pacers and then Hornets. Got it. I think I. So Pacers Hornets played in the plane last year. Maybe they'll play it again. Who knows? I had, I think I was probably overreacting to the Simmons stuff. And also because it just pisses me off that I was like, you know what? Screw the Sixers, move them down. Yeah. But you, I mean, Embiid was an MVP candidate last year. So that makes sense. I just think that sometimes when you just deal with all this stuff that it can it carries over. So who knows? I, I'm really interested to see the heat. I don't even know, oh, know if they played tonight. I guess they didn't, or I didn't look at it, but we'll be interesting to see how all the hype ends up panning out. Cause I think there was a survey put out by like all the GMs and they said the most impactful signing, like the best off season was the heat. And like, all they did was get Kyle Lowry and some other small dudes, but We'll see how impactful that ends up really being. Glad you agree with me that the Bulls are going to be good. I think I said I thought the Bulls are going to be really good early and then put them at eight. But <laughs> I think so, yeah. I still think that I, I always am too harsh on the Knicks for no reason, and it comes back to bite me. So I was like, I'm just going to put them ahead, even though I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> I don't know. The Knicks, the Knicks, I also don't like saying that the Knicks are good ever, but that. They're, they're a tough team. Tibbs got them playing tough. Um, they added some solid pieces. I don't think Kemba's going to do much for them, but they'll be uh, they'll be a little better offensively than last year as long as Julius stays consistent. Um, so I still have them as an eight seed because I don't think they're going to be as good as the Celtics or Bulls, plain and simple. But yeah, I, still I think, think those, those two teams will be our better playoff teams. They'll be mm-hmm. a good regular season team. Just yeah. because like Tibbs will make them a good regular season team and they have talent. But I think that they'll be better because a lot of the guys that were they were relying upon are now bench players. Mm-hmm. Like Derek Rose and Burks are now bench players instead of key starters, like yep. your go-to, which when you push people down like that, you obviously think that should make you better. But so you had, oh, who do you have coming out of the East? I forgot about that. I have the Nets coming out of the East. They're my squad, but I just think they're the most talented team. I think Kyrie will ultimately end up being back with the team at some point. 
this year. Um, and if that is the case, I think they're a lock to come out of the East. And if not, uh, I still think they are they have, they're the best positioned to win the East. They probably have the most talent, um, deepest roster. So uh, I think the Nets will come out. Yeah, I, I had down if Kyrie comes back, then they win it all. Like I'm com- pretty confident to say that. If he doesn't come back, then I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals or if they make it. But I'm I'm not as confident to say it if he doesn't play. I assume that he probably will eventually. But I think if he – so I had Nets also. I think they'll probably win it. But if not, then I really don't know because – it's like boring to pick the Bucks to make it again. And we saw that they barely beat the Nets last year when there was some injuries. So, but they look good yesterday. I mean, it was game one and it was ring night, but I still just, I don't know. I feel like you sound stupid if you say anyone is going to make it out of the East other than the Nets. Yeah, I agree. Bucks or Nets. I was considering Bucks, but. Recency bias and but the other teams don't have the firepower, I don't think. Like, unless no. the Heat are just so much better, but I don't think that they're going to be so much better. Agree, I think it's one of those two teams for sure. Yep, all right. So then I guess we you have Lakers Nets, I have Warriors Nets. Dark Horse favorite in the West is the Mavs, of course. Mm-hmm. Better not make myself think that already, but. Other than that, I think it should be a good season. Hopefully, we get some better news coming out from the national media soon. Less Kyrie, less Ben Simmons, less shenanigans from Charles Barkley. I don't know if you saw they do like the guess what team the people are on on inside yeah, yeah. the NBA. He got none of them, not one player, right? I think I think he's got to be screwing around. For he what it's worth, they, they were pretty hard. Who was it? Who were the guys? Ish Smith, who's been on 12 teams in the NBA and like changes I, I every year. Don't even think I could tell you. Is he on the Wizards? He was last year, and that's what Barkley said. He's on the Hornets now. Um, okay. Kelly Olinick, who's been on like five teams Rockets. in two years, also. He's not Rockets. on the Rockets. He was on the Rockets last year. That's oh, what he's on uh, Pistons, Pistons, Pistons. Yeah, yeah. See, so it's it's hard. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I look like an idiot. And now. then they said Plumley, Mason Plumley, who has also been on like eight teams in three years, yep. and he's not on the team you're thinking of. I don't think. No, he's, give it's me a one new second. team. It's a new team. Is he on the Hornets? Yes, yes. Good. He okay. beat Charles Barkley. Nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to call it a night here. Um, thanks for joining us. And it's good to be back. The Walking Bucket, we will be posting this everywhere, making sure you can listen. And we appreciate all the love. Let's go. Happy NBA season. Let's get it.